1: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
2: Oh, there you are. Today we're talking to our own Tanya Freed from Amato Painting. Hi, Tanya.
0: Hi, how are you?
2: Good. So I wanted to get um, give everybody a sense of, of what it's like to be um, a project manager, but also a woman in the painting industry, which is predominantly male. Uh, so, but first, I want to start about you. Could you could you tell us, like, um, just give us uh, some information on you, Tanya?
0: Like- yeah. So I am married. Um, I have two little girls, not so little. Um, One's nine and the other is six. Um, So it's been a lot of craziness right now with, uh, you know, working, project managing and everything, and the kids being out of school and trying to be a teacher at the same time. (laughs) Um, But I've been in the painting industry for quite a while. Um, Not necessarily painting, um, but I started in high school. I started working at Lowe's and I was in the paint department. Then I went to college for business management and i went to bloomsburg university um so yeah i just went for a management degree and then i ended up becoming um an assistant manager at Sharon Williams um i became pregnant with my second daughter and i went over to the credit office at Sharon williams just to be more on like a better schedule, uh, not working, you know, the nights and early mornings and that. Um, but then I had Olivia and I actually saw Ryan had posted that he was looking for part-time work from home uh, opportunity. So, you know, Mark and I crunched the numbers, made sure it was something that we could, we could do. And it ended up you know not being too much of a hit um on you know on us um so i took on that job and i've been here ever since i think it's going on i want to say seven years in february
2: we were just trying to figure it out in the last video i don't remember how, how many years it was uh yeah. well do you, you remember that interview i do <laughs> tell me about that
0: i was terrified <laughs> Um, I think you and I have talked about this quite a bit um, from that day when you interviewed me to today. I'm definitely a lot different. <laughs> and we're
2: we're going to get into that, but t- go ahead. Talk, tell, tell me about the interview.
0: Yeah, I mean, I thought it, you know, the interview actually was really nice. Um, it was very laid back. Um, I think you and I kind of hit it off right away. Um, we had, you know, a lot in common with kids and you know, just being in the painting industry. And I think I had um, stood out to you a little bit because I had that experience with painting and just knowing colors and sheens. And, you know, I might not know how to actually, at that time, I didn't know how to actually paint, but I had a little bit of a background. So, Um, but I, you know, I walked away from that interview thinking it was good, but I wasn't 100% sure that I was going to be offered it. Um, I think you actually sent me over the offer that same day <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then yeah it went from there
2: and and now you've seen a lot of people come and go um yes. throughout the years unfortunately uh the, the office staff has always been like very hard to to keep somebody and i'm sure that we hold some accountability there yeah because of that but um so you you your role has changed
0: Significantly, it's,
2: it's always changing too. So you right. started, you started out doing what?
0: I started out as that person in the office, but working remote from home. Um, so really, I was answering um, the phones all day, just getting people's information. Um, we like to qualify our customers, make sure they're a good fit. So that was like a big part of my day was just talking to clients and getting them on your calendar so you could go out and do the estimates. Um, And then I think really at first I just did not, maybe not even following up, but just making sure like, you know, emails, all that were um, up to date. So I started out pretty little responsibilities. And then as, you know, time went on, I would, you know, then I would start taking on QuickBooks. So I was billing out the customers, um, collecting, um from them and stuff
2: like that and we 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 were in palmer i think at that point palmer township
0: yeah
2: and then we moved from there to easton Right. and then it kind of went crazy yes (laughs) we went from four people five people to 25 people more um and how did your role change from that point
0: I mean, at that point, it was more me not working from home as much, trying to come in for more meetings, being more involved in everything, Um, really just not being the person calling the clients and scheduling the estimates. I was definitely picking up more roles at that time. Um, But we did have other people in there. You know, I wasn't at the point of project managing yet um, because we did have people in there doing that um, and visiting the sites. And um, so, yeah, I mean... I definitely took on more work. It just I wasn't at the management point, but I, I do remember. I think at that point was when you started telling me that you saw me wanting to be in that management role, and you were really just waiting for me to have the kids go off to school and be able to, you know, come down more often.
2: Yes, and then we 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 went from Easton, then we went to Bethlehem, and. Um, I I think that the you can talk about this, the feel of everything kind of changed a little bit. Um, Yeah, we were growing, maybe growing too fast. Mm -hmm. Um, So at that point, what what, how did your role change to at at that point we were in Bethlehem?
0: Yeah. So at that point, I started coming into the office every day. Um, I wasn't managing the jobs so much. I mean, I was managing them from start to finish with being on the phone and dealing with them, but I wasn't managing the painters on the job. Um, I was doing human resources, so I was making sure I had everything I needed for the painters, all their, you know, documents filled out, submitted to payroll, all that, um, as well as making sure that, They were showing up to the jobs, but I wasn't physically going out. We had someone doing that at the time, Um, but it started to it started to get really hectic. We had way more people in and out of the office, I think. Um, So I I do think that played a role on kind of how everybody was starting to feel at the time. And then um, it changed over a little bit where I started to visit the job sites. Um, started to be with Preston at the time, you know, going out and taking a look and making sure everybody was happy commuting with the clients. Um, and then I'm, I'm where I am now.
2: (laughs) So we went from, and everybody probably knows this now, we went from a company that it was all about employees, employees, employees to that just was not working for us at all. Um, and we decided to switch over to subcontractors, which is a a whole nother um, video, but we can talk about it a little bit. Um, At that point, you were offered the position to be a project manager, which takes on a lot of crazy responsibility during that same transition. So, so how was that all for you starting a new job? Plus the company was changing.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was definitely challenging. Um, I, I wouldn't say it was extremely difficult. I think I have been waiting to be in that position for so long, so it's actually fun. I enjoy going out. I like talking to the clients. You know, I've always been the person behind the phone, um, and, and not being able to physically see them. So there was something about. That point where I would start going to the job sites and visiting the clients and talking to them and then joking with my painters on site, you know, it's just was building that relationship more than just on the phone. So it it was crazy. Yeah. I mean, we had a lot of turnaround. I was, you know, I mean, I still am not just doing project managing, but a little bit of everything else too. Um, But I have to tell you, I don't think I was as overwhelmed as I think I could have been.
2: (laughs) I was just going to ask that. So did you, did you have any, uh, or are there any misconceptions? Like, did you think like it would be this way and it turned out to be that way?
0: Oh, absolutely. I thought I was nervous Uh, when you, cause we went back and forth if we were going to have someone else come in and do it, or if I was just going to take over and go from there. And I definitely went back and forth at home and thought about it. And Uh, You know, I was like, "Do I want all these responsibilities?" Um, (laughs) But you know, I I think it took me like a week to get back to you. You weren't pressing. I didn't have that deadline at that point yet, so I was okay. But uh, once it started getting close to that deadline, I made the decision, and I really did think it was going to be a lot harder than what it is. But I, I don't know. Like I said, I I think maybe it's just. I was ready for that position, but didn't know I was ready for it until I was put into it, and then realized how much I do like, you know, being out there and my face out there instead of just behind the phone.
2: What What's been the hardest thing to deal
1: with? Um,
0: Of course, clients um, that you know aren't aren't always not that I want to say not happy, but you always have those clients that no matter how above and beyond you go. You can't always make them happy. Um, so I think that's a hard thing for me because I know I do put a lot into trying to make everyone happy and make the job go great and everything. So when even when you go above and beyond and they still come back with that review or, you know, it's the the bad words, um, it's hard sometimes. I, I take it on myself. I think about you guys because, you know, we're a small company. So I just don't ever... I don't ever want anyone to read those and think any of this is, you know, true because it's, you know, a lot of
2: times,
0: a lot of times they don't realize how much we really did put into making it better. But like I said, no matter what you do, sometimes you just can't make them happy.
2: We just talked about that before I jumped on with you, that same, the same thing. And it's um, you have to remember when you're, when you're leaving those bad reviews, if you, you know, if you get a bad delivery of food at your house and you leave a bad review, um, you're hurting so many people, not just, not just the, you're trying to, you think you're just hurting that restaurant, but at that restaurant is somebody's family and
0: right.
2: uh, all the people they support and, you know, your daughters and your husband and your dog and everybody. Yeah.
0: And, and it's funny you say that about the delivery, because I actually just had an experience, a bad experience with the food delivery uh, recently, but Tell you, I refuse. I will not go on that website and write anything negative. You know, I I won't go back there and that's okay. But I'm not going to put something out there when there's, you know, hundreds of other people that could go there and always have a good experience. Just like all of our return customers that we have, they all come back because they enjoy working with us. So that goes to show something.
2: And as we said, even some of the ones who complained and bitched and moaned the whole time called back. Right. Um, who who have been some of the people that you remember over the years that um, were awesome?
0: Yeah, so I think Jeremiah has always been one of my favorites. <laughs> um, also, Carl, the two of them, they've always been pleasures to work with. Um, we had a few people in the office that I definitely enjoyed working with that Have left, you know, because it just either wasn't a fit for them or they went off to school. Um, One, Adair, he was wonderful to work with, too. Yeah, there was a lot of good people. And, of course, I am always, you know, I enjoy working with you, Kyle and Preston. I think we all make a really good team.
2: (laughs) How about clients? Do you remember any specific clients?
0: Um, Rosalie Mancino is one of my favorites. (laughs) Recently now, DeGrandis, he's been absolutely wonderful to work with. I actually just got to meet him the other day. So again, that was, you know, it went from talking to these people all the time on the phone and finally I'm out there meeting them and makes a difference.
2: Now, without mentioning names, so the bad ones, is there any, um, similarities To some of the bad ones that that you get because we do get bad ones
0: yeah um i think a lot of them i had a red flag going into it um a lot of them we saw things in the beginning that um they they were accurate you know um some of the things like as you know we don't always have someone right in the office answers but we have started that again but when we don't, we make it very clear that, you know, give us 24 hours to get back to you. We'll always get back to you, but it, it might not happen within that same hour that you called. Um, so I think some of those who didn't get the response right away that I would start seeing red flags. Um, the, those were ones uh, um, without naming names, but a lot of people too, family and friends, for some reason, it seems to be a little bit more difficult. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I it, I think it's just the red flags in the beginning. You see some things that pop up and you're like, oh, no, I hope this doesn't continue. And majority of the time it continues.
2: So you're involved in project management, which is is a job in its own. Um, you, you do, you know, follow-ups, which is estimating, which is a job in its own. You do billing, you know, human resources. These are all jobs in their own. Mm -hmm. with bigger companies with us it's really only me and you and Preston's doing marketing and Kyle doing epoxy floors so we're doing you're doing the work of you know many different roles what are your what are some of your favorite things to do and what are some of the ones that you really hate
0: so what I really like doing is going out to the job sites. That's probably number one is getting out of the house. Like I said, going to see my clients as well as my, my painters. Um, I think it keeps a really good relationship with everybody all around. Um, I like billing. I like doing the money stuff. Um, I do not like, I, I do not like the input, the busy work, um, you know, getting all of our clients' information into the the sources that we use. Um, that I feel like, you know, if I don't have to do it, it frees up a lot of time for me to focus more and longer on those things that I do enjoy and that I think are beneficial, you know, going out and seeing the clients, stuff
2: like Mm -hmm. that.
0: Um, Another one, I I do enjoy doing the hiring, like talking to my painters and getting to know them. I think that's important because I work with them daily, so I can. It's kind of like a client; you just see, you know, red flags right away. So someone else interviewing them is a little hard when they come back and tell me what they thought about them. It's just different talking to them. Um, But I don't like the process of setting up the interviews. You know, it's all the little stuff prior to the big stuff.
2: (laughs) What do you do when you get um, a a bad painter? Or what? What are some of the things that make a bad painter?
0: Um. so for me, number one is the attendance. You know, if you're going to, if you tell me that you're going to be at the client's house at 8 a.m. Um, and you don't show up to 10:30, I understand things happen, traffic happens, but if you're not communicating to me that you're not going to be there or the client, um, that is something that definitely is a red flag for me um, that would require me to then watch them a little bit more and make sure this isn't a consistent thing happening. Um, you know, I like, I like our painters to also not just communicate with me, but, you know, be friendly with our clients as well. You know, at the end of the day, I always encourage them, leave a note for them, let them know, Hey, we're all done. Cause a lot of times our clients aren't home. Um, there's no reason for you to, to be home each day while they're painting. So if you know, you're leaving before they do, I always encourage you to leave a note, just let them know. I finished up today. We'll be back tomorrow around 8am. Have a great night, something like that. Um, another thing that I, you know, I highly encourage it's actually in my interview, I say that the first time that this happens, we would be parting ways. Um, that's when my painters show up to a job and then decide they don't want to do the job. Um, I just ask that you just don't walk off the job. We'll always figure it out. It might look, you know, it's just like, for us sometimes you walk into an assignment and it's a little overwhelming and you didn't realize but we always figure out a way to work through it so i always ask my painters just don't walk off call me we'll figure it out um but i like i said i make it very clear is if they do do that we're done
2: (laughs) now you 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 said that you're a different person today than you were i don't know how many years ago six years ago seven years ago so you're also in a role where you're you have to be an authoritative figure, and you can't put up with with bullshit, right? And you're a woman, mm-hmm. so you're you're reserved. You're yes. a woman. You used to be a lot, I guess, shyer. Is that a word? More shy. Mm-hmm. Um, ha- was it a concern jumping into like this big bad painting world um, where? You're like, you're the final say of everything. You're handling their money. People get crazy about their money. Um, How did you handle all that?
0: Um, I think that at the point that I started to come into the project manager position, I did start feeling more confident. But yes, absolutely. When I started this in the beginning, if you would ask me to do a podcast like this six years ago, (laughs) I would have been probably sick to my stomach. (laughs) Um, It would have been really terrifying to me. So I think I've definitely moved along quite a bit. um, And my confidence has gone up. And I honestly, without sounding really corny, I think this job has helped that a lot. I think working closely with you, because this is you know this is very normal this is the norm for you so i see you do it every day um you've slowly coached me into doing it so i do believe that that has helped me to feel more confident and better about it Um, but like i said yeah if you ask me even probably four years ago i would have been terrified to come on here and do
2: this (laughs) and there's not that many women in your role i mean i can think of gina court that i talk to you about occasionally i think there's a miriam freeman Uh, there's there's a couple that i know i'm sure there's a lot more and there's a lot of uh, female painters but i'm talking about um and sort pro has has a female owner in our area um i'm talking about in that authoritative project manager role there's not that many women that I know of, um, ha, have you had struggles in that area?
0: Absolutely. Um, I'm actually dealing with one right now where, um, you know, I they just, just don't like dealing with women. Um, so it's, it's not easy because, you know, to me, it's, to me, I think it should be no different, no different that I'm a woman. Um, but I do have people who, You know, I'll get the call and they'll say, I don't want to talk to you. I want to talk to Ryan. And I have to stand my ground and say, well, I'm sorry, but... You know, this is this is my position. This is what I do. I can help you with anything just the way that Ryan can. And you know, for the most part, people are okay with that. Um, I do run into it with pain or Sue. I do get treated a little bit different with some of them. Um, but I think just being upfront with them and just letting everybody know that this is what I'm doing, this is my role and you know if you don't like it then maybe we're not a good fit for my painters for the most part clients we get through it but um if i have to deal with a painter every single day and they can't deal with working with a woman then <laughs> there's other people out there <laughs>
2: it's crazy and, and you, you you typically will get that in the um commercial painting area a little more with the property managers and facility managers um yeah. I, mean, I can think of one off the top of my head that i think just did never like to deal with you. Right. Um, but, you know, I think just being, you know, yourself right off the bat and you set the stage for them, that's the way it is. And anybody who knows me knows I don't like the day to day stuff. I mean, it's like when I just ask you the question of what you like the most and least, the day to day things in the painting industry, I'm out. I don't want anything to do with it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't care if my name is the company. I, I'm good with marketing and 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 managing things and being on the outside of it and that's why Tanya's here. And so we've gone back and forth about should we hire somebody else and then all this this covid uh, nineteen stuff happened so that got put on the back burner. so we did just bring somebody in to to help with the phone support again. Um, but we're still thinking about adding somebody else. Um, Well, how would you think a person like that would fit in?
0: I think someone has to be really willing to just wake up every day and, you know, want to go to work for one. But I also, our company is just, and and not just our company, but the industry, we're constantly changing. Things are always changing. And I think that's kind of where we struggle to keep people around because um, a lot of people are set in stone, you know, it gives them anxiety. They'll come in one day and it'd be a totally different assignment than them what they were supposed to do the other day because something popped up. So I think that is probably one of the biggest things is having someone who can handle change and work with change on a on a basis.
2: And that's how you know, anybody who is kind of like um, in charge or entrepreneurial is always things are always moving in their head. Right. So, I mean, you could come in Monday and everything is totally different. Like, that's deal, dealing with me is not easy because of, I'm sure.
0: Well, I know. I, I wouldn't say it like that. I just think it is exactly what you said is that things just change. You know, we find that sometimes, Hey, this really, it seems like something's working really well for us. And then after using it for a few months, it's really not in the end, there's other things out there that can be, but uh, you just need to be able to deal with that and be able to move forward and try something new. Um, But I wouldn't say you're difficult to work with. I wouldn't say any of us really are. Um, But again, we make a good team.
2: (laughs) When um. When I called you that day because of the COVID and we had to shut down, I mean, what was, what were your thoughts?
0: Um, I mean, I was a little concerned. It was, you know, I knew it was coming because it was 730 at night and I was like, Ryan usually doesn't have his phone near him <laughs> at <laughs> this time. Um, so I had a feeling, you know, there was some kind of news coming and um, I, I was a little concerned because, and, and you know, it wasn't just for myself, um, just for the company together. And, you know, I I probably don't express this to you that much, but like I said, it's going on almost seven years. And I do think that when I started, it was, you know, you guys were pretty small and you were just starting to get moving. And I think I was there from a good portion in the beginning, you know, to now. So, you know, I look at this, this isn't just a job for me. This is you know, we're all family, you know, and I wake up every day and I enjoy what I do. Yes, I have some days where it's, you know, there's some anxiety because things change and that, but um, I was nervous just for myself, for you guys, for the company in whole as to what would happen. Um, But Mm -hmm. I, I would have to say that I feel like we really focused on some things that we probably wouldn't have been able to before. And if anything, I think we maybe came out of this better than we were before.
2: I agree. I agree. So, uh, so if anybody doesn't know Tanya, she is, um, entrepreneurial. I mean, you, you've, since I've known you, you've always been, have something going on. You've sold, um, uh, maybe you still do, uh, why don't you just tell me everything from the start so I know you've you've gone from different products different products and um yeah. you work on marketing and you know the same thing we do you do you know social media and and everything else um like why why are you why do you love that
0: um you know that's a great question I think it's always about my why um I am very i don't want to say money driven but at the same time if I can make life a little bit better for myself and my family i'm gonna do it (laughs) so i enjoy you know doing this day-to-day stuff uh, you know monday through friday and i jump on on the weekend sometimes and get caught up but there's something else that i just really enjoy about putting my face out there in front of something that i'm promoting um like, for instance, right now, I do a healthcare company as well as clothing boutique. And I absolutely love it. And the boutique has really gotten me out there. To, to And as you said, the other day, it's like photo shoots all over. <laughs> um, it's gotten, like, given me more confidence to take pictures of myself and my clothes and put myself out there. And and, and there's just, like, there's a, a sense of joy to me. Doing that and feeling like I can provide more for my family by doing something on the side.
2: Have you had to deal with any uh, negative comments?
0: Oh, absolutely. Yep. I definitely have, um, you know, not not every product is for everybody. Um, so, you know, that's what's a little bit different about painting, <laughs> you know. I'm actually like selling them a physical product. Um, so, absolutely. Things had not worked for others and unfortunately some people handle it handle it a little different, you know, instead of just saying, "Hey, I don't want this anymore or how can we change this up to make it work? It's this is horrible," you know. It, your products blasting it everywhere that, you know, I can't believe you sold this to me. Um, so I've had it with the painting company as well as with, you know, my side businesses. That's
2: crazy. So what are your, what are your, um, like, give me some of your goals. Like what are your, if you gave me a a one year goal and and maybe a a longer term goal with, with, with anything you, with you, Tanya, not with painting.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know we have always kind of for a long time we live paycheck to paycheck um you know i came out of college and then got married to my husband shortly after and we had kids shortly after so you know there was never times of saving we weren't always smart with our money either you know charging stuff to credit cards and everything like that um so we're finally getting to a better place where you know we can actually buy fun things and enjoy stuff and um but my goal would to eventually have quite a bit of savings and uh, save up. My biggest concern is college for the girls. Um, that's mm-hmm. my goal is to start really, you know, saving for our family, um, you know, promoting with you, of course, to keep moving and just bettering with my side companies as well. So I could put a little bit aside and then once it's time for them to go to college, we're not concerned. Um, But that also goes with having to pay off all my student loans first too. um, So that we don't run into issues when it's time for them to get, you know, their loans.
2: (laughs) All right. Last question. It's probably a tough one. Yeah. What would you say to, to, any women out there who want to be involved in, in construction business and contracting business? Like, can you give them some tips and things to, to watch out for or, or how to stay strong?
0: Well, I think the first thing is to not be scared. If it's something that you think you could do um, and something you have always wanted to do, I think you should just go for it. Um, and maybe you'll find out it doesn't work for you, and that's okay. But at least you tried and you gave it a shot, and you know, you know, for your future. Um, but what I would say is some of the things to really you know take on as tips is everybody's different. So what I've learned is. Some clients, some painters, when you talk to them a certain way, you get, you know, it it works for them. Then I have other painters who aren't, you know, not, I don't want to say the nicest, but rougher, you know what I mean? A little bit harder to deal with. And then that's when I got to kind of put on my hard shell and be a little bit rougher and tougher with them. um, Because I know that's the only way things are going to get done. Um, So I think that's a really good tip is, you know, don't treat everybody exactly the same um, make sure that, you know, you're kind of working with each personality. Um, and I think you and I have learned that, you know, we know how to talk to each other without upsetting each other and, and so on. Um, but, yeah, I think just going for it and giving it a shot and, you know, be yourself, be genuine, be genuine. You know, you don't have to show up and acting like someone completely different. But like I said, change your, your way of words and your attitude per person
2: cool uh well Tanya freed from Amato painting Tanya do you know your how can we find your store do you know your link yes
0: yeah, so it's actually it's a little long but it is stB and that's short um, for sweet threads boutique and it's dot closet candy boutique.com cool and got some cool clothes <laughs> well, we'll
2: put the we'll put the link up here so people can find wow. it
0: I appreciate that.
2: Thank you. Sure, I appreciate it. And I will, I'm sure I'll talk to you soon.
0: Yeah, I'll probably talk to you again today. <laughs> cool.
2: All right, thank you. All
0: right, you're welcome. Have a good one.
1: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods